Hello and welcome back to Supercoach HQ. My name is Adam Russell and joining me back at the table is Josh and Shorty. How are you this evening, fellas? G'day, guys. How you going, mate? Not too bad. Bit of a cold, but I'm battling on. Yeah, it's that time of the season. Final fever is starting to heat up, but there's a bit of a nip in the air and some croaky throats, but we're going to battle on. Last week, it was another good session by the table. We had a couple of strong numbers once again backing up from the week before, so... We'll run over that quickly before we rip into this week's action. But, Shorty, you brought uh, a bit of a favourite here at the table, Matty Prittis. How, how was his weekend? Yeah, I think we all would have loved to bring him to the table, and I think most of us did for our own teams. And, yeah, the 125 for Prittis, so no surprises there. He just keeps on churning out that 110 to 130 mark. He's so reliable, so definitely a good move there. Yeah, Mr. Consistency, Matthew Prittis, and... Josh, you brought in a, a bit of a unique option in Adam Trelaw. I heard he had a good weekend as well. Do you want to run us through his numbers on the weekend? Yeah, he did have a good weekend, mate. He scored 111 over in the West. Um, but I was probably kicking, kicking myself in the end because I was going to bring in Trelaw into my side. And at the last moment, I switched over to Cal Ward. And he, he actually struggled a bit. So that was pretty silly by me. But yourself, mate, Jack McRae. Doggies had a big win. How did he go? Yeah, fairly respectable score. It was a, a 90 from Jackson. Not quite the, the high sort of numbers we were expecting from him, but you know, still a respectable score, and he keeps his average doing pretty well. So still a couple more weeks for him to make his claim as still one of the dominant midfielders in the competition. But uh, looking ahead to this week, fellas, we're looking for Mr. August, the sort of players. They're not Mr. September's quite yet, but for Supercoach finals, we want them to be the Mr. August so far, so Shorty, who are you bringing in as your Mr. August to the table this week? Yeah, spot on, mate, and I'm going straight from the top. He's been one of the best averaging players for the whole season, and that's Daniel Hanabry. He's uh, at price at 5.67. He might fall a little bit with his break, even about the 150 mark after suffering that 60 against the Eagles a few weeks back. But I think if you're looking for anyone in the midfield, or particularly with Dane Beams going out, or if you're just looking for that upgrade, I think he's a very good option. He can score big, that's for sure. And that 60 is the only letdown, really. I mean, he's had an 86 there, but the rest have been 90 plus and seven over 130. So he can definitely score, uh, racks up the ball. And he's had some of his better scores against the likes of Brisbane 148 and Port Adelaide 142, um, you know, even the Giants at 136. So he likes beating up on some of the weaker sides, that's for sure. And the Swans run home is quite favourable. I mean, they've got the Cats this weekend. I mean, we're going okay, but certainly no top four side. Then the Pies, who are struggling. The Giants also struggling a little bit. And the Saints and the Suns, two sides that have had their moments, but certainly aren't top eight material. So he uh, shouldn't be copying any heavy attention. And if he does, you would think the team can work their way on top and free him it up at some point. So I think he's a pretty reliable option and at a good price too. So... Hanabry's my Mr. August, mate. Yeah, he's looking pretty good there, especially as you did mention, Dane Beam's going down. So there'll be a couple of coaches looking for midfield options. And something that's sort of appealing to me at the moment is that he's only in 17% of teams. So I think a lot of people will have a look at him when you compare that to, say, the, the Nathan Fife, where he's in 60% of teams, Scotty Pendlebury in 45% of teams, and even our man, Matty Prittis, in 20% of teams. But uh, Josh, you're the Swans expert here at the table. How do you feel about Daniel Hanabry? Oh, obviously I'm a big fan, mate. I uh, really like the way he goes about it. And maybe Brownlow Smokey as well. 
But uh, I was interested to hear your thoughts there, Shorty. A lot of teams will have already Kennedy, uh, Parker, Tom Mitchell up forward as well from the Swans. Uh, is it worth being worried about having too many of the Swans midfielders? Yeah, it's an interesting point. I think a lot will definitely have Kennedy and, and Mitchell is fairly popular. It's a tough one when you talk about those, how many of the same team can you have? I wouldn't be too concerned because I think they all pick themselves on their own merit, I feel. I think definitely they can all average very well and the way the Swans played on the weekend, had a big win, were inspired. I mean, they could have a couple of really good wins with that draw run home that I mentioned and they all got involved. So I think they all picked themselves in a way and and if not, Hanabry certainly screams out the most to be picked. So, But if you have all of them, you might start to wonder, that's for sure, because there are plenty of great options around that price as well. So you might err for someone other than a Swan, I would guess, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think personally, just on the sort of players from the same team, I think it's a bit of a myth because, you know, you look at the Swannies, Hanbury turned out a 134, Kennedy a 110 on the weekend, and Tony Mitchell a 130. So, you know, they're still on the same team and they're still scoring pretty well. So I think it's a little bit of a myth, but some people, they're a bit hesitant. But I think especially now that we've passed through buys and we're looking towards the end of the season, there's not too much to worry about. But Josh... Who's your man this week at the table, Mr. August, for your team? Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned Mr. August, mate, because the player I'm bringing to the table this week comes from the side who coined Big Boy Month, July, which is now over, unfortunately. We had a great time there. But Damien Hardwick's Brett Deledio is actually the guy I'm going to bring to the table this week. Uh, he's been really good last few weeks. I had the pleasure of watching him live last week against the Hawks where he knocked out 134 points. And he's had six scores over 130 this season, which for a forward is just outstanding. In fact, for a midfielder, they're amazing numbers. The only little downside now is that he's over 600,000 for the first time this season. But then again, if you're going to get this sort of output from him, it's, you, he's worth every dollar. And I'll just quickly, boys, just give you his run home. Um, Adelaide, Gold Coast, Collingwood, Bombers, and then North. So... Hardly intimidating, you'd say. Um, thoughts there, boys? Yeah, I really like him. He was someone I was even eyeing up as a replacement for Dane Beam. You, we all know that he does have that forward positioning, but as a midfielder, his numbers really stack up. Averaging 112, would probably, which would probably have him in the top 10, if not maybe top 8 midfielders. And you look at his numbers earlier in the year, he got that 66 against the Blues when he was subbed out at three-quarter time, I think it was, and then his return from injury at round 6. Yeah, he scored a 60. So realistically, his average probably should be better than what it's actually showing. So someone that I really like is uh, Brett Delidio is even maybe a midfield option if you're looking to take a risk and also open up a, a forward midfield link for uh, later on in the season when trades are running pretty low around prelim and maybe grand final time. Yeah, again, 11.5% yeah. of sides. So... Quite unique for this time of the year, someone who's scoring that well. He's in outstanding form, isn't he? I, I just wonder that the Achilles and calf problems he has, are you at all concerned by potential resting, mate? I mean, we know how important he is to the Tigers, which may suggest he won't, but are you at all concerned that possibly he could have to just have a week off prior to the finals the Tigers are looking very good for? Yeah, very good call actually there, mate. Uh, not something I'd considered, but... Considering how important he is to their side, 
Yeah, some of these games, maybe against the Pies at the G, maybe against the Bombers at the G. It's certainly a possibility, but then again, it's a very tough thing to plan for. It's like planning for an injury, I suppose. You never know what the coach is going to do. And Hardwick's generally straight down the line. And if they want top four, which is still up for grabs, and they're going to have to win every week. So, I'd, yeah, I'd be a little bit nervous, but other, I, I don't think it's going to be a big factor. No, you can't trade on guesswork, can you? I mean, no. he's a fantastic pick on what we know. So I think it's uh, definitely a good selection, mate. Yeah, I think with the Tigers still in, in contention, mathematical contention with that top four, I don't think they can afford to rest such a crucial player in Brett Delidio. We saw it at the start of the season when he did miss games. They were a little bit shaky, the, the Tigers going down to the Ds and the Doggies. And even last season, if we look at when they were three and nine, it was really when the sort of the likes of Delidios and Urances came back into the squad when they did win that nine in a row. So I think if they want to win football towards the end of the season, if they really want to make their their claim for finals footy and maybe even top four, I think they've got to got to play their key key players, which really is Brett Delidio. But uh, someone I'm going to bring to my uh, to the table this week, fellas, my Mr. August is Sean Higgins from the Kangaroos, formerly a Bulldogs player. And something I really like about Sean is his flexibility. He's most commonly seen in teams as a a defender, but he does have that forward positioning, which helps you can can mix things up a little bit later on down the track in maybe two or three weeks' times if there's a couple of injuries go your way. can really swing things around and maybe move Sean into the forward line and bring in a defender, but... We've always known he's been a good player, but he's really found that consistency in his season, uh, in his scoring this season. And especially the last few weeks, he's hit 138, which was his biggest score of the season. How do you guys feel about Sean Higgins? After you, Shorty. Thanks, mate. He's a previously blacklisted sort of super coacher, isn't he, really? He's burnt us many a time, and all of a sudden he's come back when we've all sort of written him off and had a sensational season. I think, I think he's a very good pick, especially in the defence. I mean, there's a lot of forward mids in the forward line even though he's averaging very well. But I noticed watching them live against the Blues on the weekend, well, on TV at least, that everything he does is just so clean, which we know he can do. And, you know, he's playing in quite a handy side at the moment. They're in some good form and he just makes the right decisions, hits targets, and he kicks goals quite regularly as well. So they amount to some very good points. So it's a good selection there. Yeah, just with the Kangaroos run home, they've got Melbourne this week, then St Kilda. Fremantle Dockers and then the Doggies in the grand final. So we do know that teams, we saw it on the weekend, Stuart Cramery came back up against the Bombers and kicked the bag. We do know players like to bring out a big effort when they come up against their old clubs. So Paddy Ryder as well. I think that's just a, the, the the flowing trend is that just the Bombers boys. <laughs> they like to beat up on us. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it has happened before in the past when players, they really like to play out of their skins just to show off their... Uh, their skills and just say, why did you let go of me to uh, their old clubs? But, yeah, someone I definitely like, Shawnee Higgins, is probably a defender, but he does have that flexibility as a forward. But I think that might be a wrap, fellas. Any last comments you want to make at the table this week? That's some pretty good picks there, fellas. I think uh, we could be in for another good round here. I am looking really looking forward to finals. I think most of my leagues are pretty well set up, and I've, this is what we put all the hard work in for, for the bragging rights now at the end of the year. Yeah, it is prime time now, but... As always, jump onto the website, SuperCoachHQ, and give us a little bit of Twitter action. We do like a like on Facebook as well. So get us get around us, and we'll see you later in the week for the weekly podcast.